This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is live from the laundry room. This is Paul and Glenn, my good friend Glenn from Glenn Associate. My good associate from uh, uh, Glory Day Sports, and I'm from Consignment Heroes. And uh, we've got a show today that's going to be very, very special. Like I say, live from the laundry room, we're going to get to, we've got Rick coming on. We've got the gold and silver prices. And uh, Glenn's got to say something. He's just jumping up and down oh, yeah. here. So, well, first of all, I'll give the numbers. If you're calling locally, 416-360-0740, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. If you're listening, we're on AM 740, FM 96.7. You can stream it online on zoomer.ca, and you can see all the podcasts of previous episodes. And on the Wednesday of each week, this week's episode will be uh, loaded on the site by Wednesday, so you can, if you want to follow up something on this site, if there's something you're interested in, you want some information, you can check there. Some of the items we're looking at is old bottles, purses, handbags, toys, gold and silver, any rock concert piece Glenn, items. that's perfume bottles. I left perfume out because I want any bottle. I'll do coke bottles, you do perfume. All right. Okay. Art, dolls, costume, gold, uh, costume and gold jewelry and silver jewelry. Cups and saucers, military, sports cards, we'll probably talk about them a little later, sports programs, tickets, golf, vintage clothing, maps, books, gas station, anything old and cool. And the more expensive, the better. The valuable stuff is really... It's like Bogart. You can't read the whole list. You can't read the... Bogart's on assignment still. I stuck with Glenn here. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about... First of all, I want to wish my brother a happy 61st birthday. And he's my baby brother, so you can guess how old I am if my baby brother's 61. But anyway... I don't have a calculator. We went and visited him last night, had a nice time over at their house. It was beautiful. Now, the show yesterday, it was a great show. Oh, that was good fun. That was fun. The weather cooperated... I want to thank everyone. Like Canadians, they're so much different than our neighbors to south. Everyone was COVID compliant. They socially distanced. Every single person had a mask on. You didn't have to ask anyone. And uh, it really was quite successful. And I was amazed. This is the first one. We had one a few months ago, but I was newer to the show. But so many listeners came and did yeah. up. And in fact, a number of them came right when we opened at 10, and they were asking. I thought they were there to see me. They didn't even know I was on the show. I go, look, I'm on the show. No, no, we got to see Paul. Of course, Paul uh, is nowhere to be seen. So about a, an hour later, His Majesty the Minor Celebrity, Paul Kenny, rolls in. And then for the next two hours, all he does is meet listeners, sign autographs, 
And of course, me, the associate, what am I doing? I'm doing all the work. Yeah, oh, yeah. You did nothing. Well, get, that's, that's the kind I get Bogart. You, you just glad handed people. And uh, anyway, it's very upsetting for me when you did that. But okay. Oh, one other thing we're going to try this week. I know there's a few people, yes, they said they don't really like calling in. I don't know if they don't like the sound of their voice on the radio or what, but you can text me during the show. I'm going to give my cell number. I've got the phone right beside me. So if you text and have a question, just try and give us enough details so we can actually answer your question. Because it's not like a phone call where we could get you to elaborate. So if you want to text me any questions you have, and if it's something we don't get back to on air, we will respond to everyone. Sometimes it might be we can't help you. We don't know anything about it, but usually we can. So my phone number is 416-580-9256. So hopefully we get it on air, but we will respond regardless. So if you want to send any text, go ahead. Back to you, Paul. Okay. You can also email, because I actually have a couple. That's funny you say that, because I have a couple emails from this week that people called. I mean, emailed in. Yeah, but are you going to respond to them during the show? Email? I might, if we have time, but we've got a full they, board It's right not going to happen, folks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going, we have a good show today, and uh, live from the laundry room, like I said, Bogart's uh, on assignment, and we're going to go to calls right away, because I'm not ready to rant yet. Okay. Um, which, I'm not sure we're going to, I guess, a private number out of Bowmanville. How can we help you? Hello? Hello, are you there? Oh, good. I get to rant It now. says ringing. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. Okay. Remember yesterday, you didn't, you didn't mention Bobby Hunter was there at the show. No. Great to see him. His dad owned the Toronto Maple Leaf baseball team. Yeah. Bobby Hunter Jr. Bobby Burrell was there. A lot of Bobby's Bobby there. And Bobby's My got... friend Joe was there. He brought me some jam, which was great. See, you were too late. You missed the jam. I'm diabetic. I can't have it. So Bobby Burrell's got a book on hockey. If someone wanted to get a definitive book on hockey, cards, and collectibles, we will have it in the store. So he doesn't have many left. Uh, he printed a lot of them, but they sold very, very well. It's called the Vintage Hockey Collector. Yeah. And you can get it from us. You don't have You can buy it from your local guy rather than going to Amazon. Okay. You know what I missed yesterday? was actually talking to people. I did talk to a lot of people, but I realized how much we missed the interconnection with people, That's you know true. what I mean? So I mean, and you keep going to shake someone's hand, then you realize you got to do an elbow bump. I know, I know, but it was nice to see the people. You could oh, yeah, see them smile, but I think they were happy as well to oh. get out and just talk. And we talked sports, and we all had all that fun yesterday. I also want to give out a, um, a call out to my friend Ron at Clapperson's Corners. He's down. He's the one uh, on Highway Six. Uh, just north of the dinosaurs, as I call it, below Highway 401. If you're going out for Christmas time, we're going to be talking about Christmas later on. Um, he's the place you can go and get that really special guest, uh, gift. You can go up and see uh, Ron, or you can go up to Southworks Antique Mall in um, on Water Street in Cambridge. 25,000 square foot with 100 different dealers at Southworks. But Ron is one guy. So if you see something there and you want a deal, you might be able to get a deal. And he's got great stuff. You want that really big thing. Actually, I went to him this week. I need to get a statue that's six foot high. Someone has a statue of a bronze or a ceramic. Someone just called me and said, Paul, I need something six foot high to put in a, in a, my new 12,000 square foot house. And uh, so he's got money. So I'll be, I'm looking to buy one. Someone's got something they want to get rid of like that. I know it's just that's a really vague thing. 
something like Mercury, an Art Deco statue. I know we got the board book, but I'm trying to do some business here because if I help Did I say anything? anything? You were thinking that I can well, tell. I was, I'm always thinking about something. So we do, we also, we buy and we sell the stuff. Okay, go to a call. Go to a call. Okay, we got Bruce in Etobicoke, which is where we are. Yes, Bruce. Hello, Hello Bruce. Are. How are you? Hello? Hey, Bruce. Are you there? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I heard you on the radio, but I didn't hear you on the phone. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Um, about a week ago, I phoned Paul. He spoke to me for about 10 seconds and had to go. Um, okay, it was concerning okay. uh, uh, Singer sewing machines. Yeah. Okay. I first apologize. I'm sorry that we were, sometimes we're swamped, and we had a couple of houses right now. And sometimes I prioritize stuff because I have some people who really need my help in a timely okay, manner. Okay, prioritize Bruce right now. I'm going to prioritize Bruce right now. For the sewing machine, my wife's in here, and she wants. She says she wants a sewing machine. Bruce has got a treadle one. Okay, Bruce, no, you don't. Want you don't need. Yeah, you don't need a uh, treadmill. You don't need you a, get your exercise with the sewing. These are going for about $125. The one, and that's if. The, and then what they're going to do is make it into a table. It's sewn its last thing. Okay, right. these sewing machines last forever. The ones that you want and the people have in their homes, the things in your basement worth more than your house. No, in the basement you have a box of Singer machines that are were called Singer featherweights. They're used for making quilts, and they are weight twenty two pounds. They go between two hundred and fifty and two thousand dollars, depending if it's got a swing arm. Most pop, most things, thing that you need, most important in them is the bobbin. I know too much about sewing. Yeah, is your last name Singer? No, How no. do you know all this stuff? Well, did did you buy them on, on consignment or sell them on consignment? You can, or it, it, it's really not a big thing because most people, it's a decorator piece. If, so, we, if we have a house and it's got one in it, like if we go to a house and someone calls up and say, Paul, I got a Singer sewing machine. If I had to send two men in a truck to your place and it cost me $100 an hour to do that, and the machine's worth 125 plus they have to go home and I have to sell it. I'm not making a lot of money. You can bring them to your shop. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We take it to the warehouse. These, my shop right now, we are, we've, we're gone mainly digital. We are, because of this blip in history right now, we are really, we're yeah, on the auction. Yeah, but where do you take it? You're not giving the short answer here. What, what do you do? We have a warehouse in Schaumburg or... Yeah, but if he doesn't want to go to Schaumburg, is I know, another option? Or yeah, should he try to sell it himself? You can put on Kijiji. And you, if you get $100, take the money and just yeah, run. try that. Also, there's something that you might want to try. Is the Next Door Digest is in Etobicoke. You could try that. That's a yeah. little online service. It's good for person-to-person -person sales. Like, it's not good for dealers like us. But if you want to try that, and uh, I guess if, if in a few weeks you don't have any luck, you could call Paul back and he'll give you another idea how to move Yeah, it. no, no. We, we, we could put into our auction. But this is where it's, it's the time and effort on some stuff. It's just not worth it. And I feel bad when I go into people's houses in the diamond suite that cost them $8,000. And I say it's going to sell for $260. You know, we got another call right. coming in. Thank you, Bruce, for the oh, call. Okay. Thanks. I wish I could help you more, but that's that's the, the right answer here. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Which one are you doing? You want to go to Marcel? And Marcel. Marcel and St. Catharines. Is this Marcel Dion? He played hockey in St. Catharines. He's got a restaurant down there, too. It, I think it's closed now, but he okay. did. Hello, Marcel. Are you, oh, he's just coming up, I think. We've got to learn how to use this system. Yeah. We're not good at Marcel, it. can you hear us now? Yeah. Yep. How are you? Well, you're on the air. Go ahead. Okay. Um, 
I got a Ronaldo painting with uh, a cabin in the woods and the mountains in the back with a red dot in the cabin. And in the back has a uh, number 24 on it. And it's supposed to be a painting that he wants to buy back for himself. Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronaldo, the soccer player? No, oh, no, the, the artist. He's the artist. He's a painter. No, I, I'm going to have to let you talk with Paul. I know nothing about that, unfortunately. But Do you have an image? Okay, this is where I get to plug my store and plug on. Uh, you got to send me an image of this on. Can you take a picture of it and send it into uh, sale? S-A-L-E-S. Yes, but I'd rather bring it in if it was okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can bring it in for sure. If you can't get the rich mail, you can bring it into our shop, but you'd probably have to leave it for a little bit. I, I mean, we yeah, rely on us. We're storefronts. We're not going away, or we could give you a deposit, but it's not something we can do in 10 minutes, probably. No, no, I can't. Normally, can't. With, oh, yeah, with paintings? Let me see them. First of all, we check on if it's a painting or a print, number one. Number two is we can check on the back on what studio, what uh, gallery was sold at. Yeah, there's like three important. frames in the back. Pardon? There's three frames. Three frames. Yeah. So, so what would you like them to do then? Should he bring, bring it in? Bring, bring it, it in. in. To, okay. Yeah. Bring it yeah. into Paul's and uh, you'll get you yeah, an idea have, on price, some value. And I have yeah, something and probably important. bring it in, I can do it within... 15 minutes if we're really lucky, or it might take two days. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I needed your phone number at the shop. 905. See, I get to plug that. 905. Get a pen, get a paper, get, make sure yes. they both work. 905. Yeah. Other people are allowed to copy this down, too. 905 737 4653. And actually, if you can't get in on the show, get your call in. You can also call me at that, and I try and answer and help you out that way as well. But we'd rather you have on the be on the show. All right, we got our first text here. We got our first text. I would text. like it. You know more about it than me. It's oh, the rods no. and table lighter. Okay, um, it's silver yep. plate. If they're sterling, they're ready. You don't see them in the sterling. Not clock. usually sterling. You no, know, but if it's sterling, they're worth about three hundred fifty dollars. What is that? Forties, probably. Yeah. 50? Um, it usually comes in a set. And by itself, but this is a single one. Twenty bucks. It's twenty dollars for a plate. If you have a sterling version, you hit the jackpot. Yeah. Now I should also say that you know everyone got married. In, I say this story probably a couple of times. People get married in nineteen sixty. They got all sorts of silver plate, and and they went. You know they were they were registered somewhere, and they all they're doing now is cleaning it. You know what I mean? Like they got it from a certain person. They came over and visit yet take it out of the closet. Clean it up. Make sure it was a nice spot that they can that the people who gave it to you can see that you're actually using it, which you're not. Then as soon as they leave, then you put it away and you never use it. It's never had tea in it. Never had coffee in it. But you now you don't want to use it. You don't want to dump it. We actually buy silver plates. Okay, we're taking it. And but we, this would be too small to be of any value. Uh, this little lighter isn't something where you'd consider. No, but I was using. You're looking big flatters and whatever. This was a segue. Okay, I was using that little bit of information to get something. Yeah, okay, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to go to another call? Yeah, this uh, is a call-in show. You know that. Yeah, eh? sorry about that. We'll, we'll hit Ron in Toronto. He's asking about white, gold, and just gold. Yeah, so there, Ron? my question is, what's, it's a two-part question. What's the difference between yellow gold and white gold, and is the price the same? Um, well, what's between a white bear and a brown bear? No, yeah. they're both the same. If it says, what we're doing now, most gold, 
is melted down. So it more it more depends not on the color. Uh, the price will be the same. You've got to look inside. If it's 14 carat, most white is either that's 14 exactly, or 18 carat. That's exactly what it is, 14 carat a stamp. Okay. That's all that matters, really. That's right? all that matters. And the weight. Yeah, and Carrot the weight. weight. Well, this we're going to go into that later on the show, but right now, say your ring weighs 10 grams, yeah. and it is 14 carat. <coughs> I'm going to pay you $393.30 for it, okay? Yeah, well, this is a lady's bracelet. Oh, a whole bunch of little chains all together. Okay. Yeah. Now, the reason for this is that most of the styles, um, they're not going to wear, your lady's not going to wear a 1930s, uh, sorry, 1960s bracelet because the styles have changed. And, but it's still got the value as the goal, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm saying, if it's, say you had, tw- if it's 10 grams, we're paying $393. My neighbor pays you thir- $327. If you go down to those places on Avenue Road and Bathurst and all down there and, um, and Eglinton, they're going to pay you approximately 230 maybe, if you're lucky and you argue with them, okay? We give our prices over the phone. Don't be fooled by these guys who say, I'm paying 80%. 80% of something. Ask what the number is. How about you the find d- bamboozle, oh, I pay the most. They don't. When they say this, they're lying. What about Harold, the mortgage guy who has a banker to borrow from No, no, him? we can't be mentioning <laughs> those guys. But I did shop him, and I actually swore at him on the way out. Um, he was that bad. Uh-huh. Can I say that? No, I did. I did all my secret shopping. I went in with twenty six hundred and sixty dollars worth of gold. Okay. Yeah. They, one guy started me at five hundred, went to eight hundred, went to twelve hundred, finally got to fifteen. I went. I thought maybe this is just maybe the guy just didn't like me. Mm-hmm. I went to another one of his shops, and he was paying the same thing. I got that guy up to twelve hundred dollars, and another guy up to fifteen. I went to three of the same firm. I also went to other places that might have been named Harold, and I couldn't get over over twelve hundred dollars. It was embarrassing. Okay, this counts as your gold rent. You lost your gold time then. No, no, we need to go to a break here, and then we'll have Rick right when we get back. We're going to go to more information on gold after we get back. I hope I helped you out there. You can bring it in. What I do tell people is get a little scale from your home hardware. Know what it weighs. Thanks. We're going to a break. Yes. We'll be back, Glenn and me. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Thank you, Rick. Okay. 
We're going to go to Rick in a minute. This is Glenn. And uh, live from your Paul. I'm I'm Glenn. Yeah. Live from the laundry room. And we have lots more information. We'll get more on gold and silver later on today. And we actually do have a show coming up. It hasn't hit us yet, but we got one coming up. Rick, how can we help you? Or you're going to help us. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you, Paul? How are you, Glenn? How are things going? Great. Good to hear. you know what I want to talk about today? Something interesting, because, you know, this week we're, as you know, Paul, we're, 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 we're going to be listing some properties. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, one of the things that I always tell people is that the number one question you should be asking a realtor when you're interviewing realtors, what kind of exposure is my property going to get? And, yeah. you know, uh, not, nothing to say what, about what most realtors do, but most of them pretty much same old, same old. And, you know, their, their methods and systems are basically one of the same as the other. Um, but when they ask us, we can actually give them a detailed outline as to what we do to provide more exposure. More exposure. No, 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 not more people, exposure. We more tell them we're getting them more money. Yes, because the more, more people know that your house money. is for sale, that translates to more money. And you know, Paul, we've got proof of that uh, over and over and over again because we expose people's property to more potential buyers. If they want to know how they, how we do it, well, they're going to have to call me. They need to call me. And not only do we come out and assess the value of their home, but we also make improvements. We help them do the improvements. We help them declutter. You come in, Paul, and you, and you're the expert when it comes to this. Uh, you, you help them with their content. We help move it. We help store it. We help, uh, sell it. We help doing everything. Now, I told you a little story that happened this week, Paul, where one of our, uh, sellers, uh, gave something really important, valuable away to the scrap man. Well, we could have gotten them some money for it at some point, but you know, I they know. don't know any better, right? But anyways, having said that, uh, you always say the garbage man or the scrap man doesn't come around with a checkbook, you know, or even cash. It's, uh, they take it and they throw it away. So there's a lot to ask when you're interviewing because people like to interview, you know, a half dozen different uh, realtors and they're all basically the same. I guess whoever has the, the nicest no, the one that might get the listing. Quick, 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 quick. Yeah. Hold on a second here. There are 55,000 realtors out there. Right. There's one of me. Ken yeah. Glenn. Okay. Yeah. Getting the most money. And I say this, you don't want to have $5,000 worth of stuff stand in the way of selling your million-dollar home. Yeah. On the other yeah. hand, you don't want to get $100 for your $5,000 worth of stuff. And it could be more. We found right. one box this week, again, like I said, $7,000 that mm-hmm. they were going to toss mm-hmm. into the garbage. And the garbage right. man mightn't have got it because it was going to be at the bottom of the, of the bag. Mm-hmm. Like, what you're doing is right. We're getting the exposure and stuff. But we, like I said, that house we get, and we do get the more money right across we the do. street. I mean, right. There was two of them. Remember those two? Both of them out in the Mississauga area. Or uh, and two of them. One we got fifty thousand more. Maybe fifty thousand mm-hmm. people. In this day and age, people might be not thinking that fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Okay, right. <laughs> so that is part of it. The other yeah. thing is we bought a house. I mean, we sold the house, then we buy the other house. We sell their contents, what they want to sell, and the contents they wanted to keep, we moved to them. We took mm-hmm. all the all the mm-hmm. stress out of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying there are a lot of, there are agents out there, okay? And yeah. don't, don't, uh, what's the right word? 
mean, don't den- denigrate. Disparage. No, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't want to say anything bad about them because they're they're all they're all out there working and they they're they're doing their best. But unfortunately, they can't provide the kind of service and they can't provide the kind of exposure we can. And this is why it's really important. Like I know Paul, you're really passionate when you talk about it because you need to let people know we're just a phone call away. Give us the opportunity to, at the very least. Visit if if you don't want to. Okay, visit, we can give us your phone, phone number, Rick. Rick, put it on there. Uh, I can be reached anytime, even for just a quick consultation on the phone at four one six two five eight three nine seven two, and they can call anytime. If not, leave a message, and I always return my call promptly. I know that because I deal with you all the time. Now the other thing I say, taking the stress out of it. I'm saying mm-hmm. there are 55,000 agents out there. There's a yeah. lot. There's, There's only a lot. one of me. Now, there might be yeah. 10 other people like me. I yeah. like to think they're not as good as me. I, I, I but don't, that's I don't just think me so. being arrogant. Yes. I, think, I think you're uh, the one and only. <laughs> no, but we find stuff that other people throw out. The guy yeah. says, oh, I just threw out uh, 600 albums. I said, well, okay, you just threw out $3,000. Right. And I right. say, maybe you don't want the $3,000. It'll put you in a whole new tax bracket. But most That's a possibility because then you've got to worry about how he's going to spend 3, it, too. You know, uh, but at That's the end of the day, you, you come with a commitment to, to, do, to do really good because you really care about the people you're working with, and you want to yeah. do everything you can to get them as much money as possible. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Rex, it's not that I care about them. But the more that they make, the more I make. How's that? Well, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rick. My Welcome pleasure, guys. Have a great houses. day. But people should be calling you right now. They're not waiting for the spring. There's no stock out there. Sell the house now. Move in the spring. So, There's okay, no better time than now. Okay, bye. Great. Have a great day. Thanks. We're going to go to Tom in Oshawa, <laughs> who has some figurines he wants to ask about. Tom, how you doing? Hi. Um, could you tell me if there's uh, Wade miniature figurines from England? Are okay. they worth anything? Yeah, the little, they, were, they came out about 1960s. There was the, there was the um, Nursery Rhymes and the Animal Series. Yeah. And they're using that commercial on, and people will know that, um, only in Canada. What a pity. And they were talking about the tea. They were actually talking about the Wade figures that you could get them only over here. They used to sell for about 100 a set with the gingerbread man because you could break off his arms. Not that it made any less of them, but he was fragile because you could break his arms. So that used to go for 30, 40. Now it goes from 10, 15. The whole set, maybe $35. The animals were always less um, less desirable. and uh, But if they got chips on them, they're nothing, okay? Chips and if they're chips, cracks, or missing arms, they are nothing. But you know what would be interesting, and I have one. The tea box they came in is worth about 300 If you had an original. And it's got a picture of the figurine, of, of the on, figurine the box. on it. Yes. So that Same was. With cereal boxes, all those things. If you have those boxes have pictures of the gift inside, it's worth more than the gift. Usually. Yeah. I have, I have a St. Lawrence, um, Lawrence cornstarch box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just got one. Um, but that, the jello boxes, and remember this, people remember this, they used to have uh, baseball players <laughs> in the 1960s on the back of Post Cereal. Post Cereal, we sold two overnight on eBay. Did you? Went for $279 U.S. See? Now these are what's going on. They're, they're not even the card in, in, on the back. This was the front card even, not even the real card. Oh, this is the box? Okay. Yes. 
So uh, this is what I want to try and tell you. I mean, if you've got a Picasso on the wall, all my listeners, we know it's worth money. We're telling you the other stuff. And so then, what are his figurines worth then? Like the figurines themselves off the box. The whole box, uh, the whole box, whole set's twenty thirty dollars. If, if no, for, no, for the whole set, the whole set. Oh wow! They made a lot of them. Guess what we did in 1962? Sorry, Bob, we didn't have better news. Yeah, that's what I No, but you might have other things. A lot of people, they bring in, it's funny how it happens. People bring in costume jewelry to me, and we find one of every three is gold or silver in it. People bring in things that they think are worth money, and they leave at home the other stuff. I don't know how many houses I go into, and I'll come in. I'm really nice. I've got my mask on. They'll have a bunch of stuff on the living room table, and I'll say, that's very, very nice. But this is worth what you have on the table for three hundred dollars. But this vase you have up here is worth two thousand. And they'll say that old thing. I say yes. And that is it's the things you don't know about that's worth money. And that's when we're doing houses. We find stuff. There are other downsizers. Um, like I say, it comes back to the more you make, the more I make, and I try and make you a lot of money. Okay, but there might be okay. other items. Okay, in the basement. Go ahead. Thank you, Tom, for the call. Um, we've got a text in, and Again? something you might know something about it. It appears to be some type of pewter cup vintage, obviously. The age is going to make a difference, but do you have any idea on value on something like that? Uh, okay. When we're doing this kind of stuff, it comes down to weight, and there'll be a touch mark on it. I don't see, I'm on this here, I'm trying to make it bigger. I don't see a... Um, like a manufacturer's mark of some kind? manufacturers or what we call a touch mark if it's on pewter if it's silver plate now i'm I'm saying we're buying silver plate but most of it is like sterling we pay 78 cents a gram this doesn't appear to be colored like no it looks Looks like pewter pewter. looks more like pewter so i have to know what it's made out of but on average say it doesn't have a mark on the bottom (coughs) vintage cup it looks quite old that would that be a 20 to 50 dollar item no what three Pewters is uh, seven dollars a oh, pound. They don't sell for a lot. No, so it's because like, you can't use it it's unless like, it has a rare manufacturer's mark. It's like a five to ten. dollars Do you know item. why we don't have pewter plates anymore? Eat poison. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's why we're alive in here because we don't eat up pewter. No, but it still sells because the the lead part. Engelbert record probably worth two dollars. Why two dollars? Well, it's just a deck of record. Wait, oh. now you're going to critique my stuff? I respond to people in a timely manner. They love me. Okay. Yeah, okay. David Sterling. Soon okay. it's going to be Glenn Pye with his associate Paul Kenny and his son Bogart, who hasn't been here for three months. I know, he's learning stuff. After, okay, we're going to talk about uh, right now Christmas. Christmas is coming up. Okay. Right? Yeah, okay. I think so. So, they think I canceled. No, you can not. But remember when you were a kid, I know this listeners out there, and they were looking in the windows of the Eaton store. Oh, yeah. Simpsons the show, showroom windows. The showroom windows. And People used to line up the night it was unveiled. And yeah, to see yeah. It the first night. Or even the biggest drugstore. If you lived in Palmerston, Ontario, <coughs> the, the drugstore that had the stuff had a nice Christmas display. Well, that's what, and these are what, what, we're, what we sell as antiques and what people collect when they're trying to recapture their childhood at Vaseline inflated prices. You wanted that train, but your parents couldn't give it to you. Or at the time, it was it was a lot of money. So when you got more money now, that's why people buy the new stuff. Okay, they're buying their childhood back. They're buying that thing they wanted. They know they don't want the new stuff that's coming out of China. They wanted that stuff there. Okay, so 
a lot of the antique stuff isn't really more than the reproduction stuff price-wise. You can get originals for often the same price or sometimes less. Well, that's why I'm talking about we have an auction coming up with books and stuff next week. Uh, you can call in my store and find out details on that. But that's what I'm saying about going out to Southworks or Coppison's Corners. They've got the stuff out there, and it's it's your childhood. You'd be, you'd be surprised at what you can find there. I got a story, though. Okay. That's unusual for you to have a story. All right, so all right. I'm buying one time. I go to on a house call. Yeah. And a lady's got uh, a lot of beautiful toys out of the 1950s and 60s. Did you play with them? No, no, no. Okay. But they're in great shape. But it's funny you say that because she was only allowed to play with them. I asked her, why are they in such good condition? Right. She was only allowed to play with them while her dad, while they had company and her father filmed them. Okay. Wow. So she just wanted to get rid of the toys. She had a bad, just didn't like it. So she sells them to me. <coughs> and then she tells me the story is we didn't get to play with them when we were kids. But she gets the film that her dad made gets them a check for $10,000 a year in royalties. Why? What? Well, because they just had taken the 1960s film back then. But well, where do they get the money from? Who's buying it? People who have the rights on these films. Oh, he did like a full film, like to watch on TV or something? No, or no, he did their child, the their home, home, home movies. Home movies. They sold the home movies. And what do they do? How do those people make money on a home movie? They rent it out at, uh, for commercials and stuff like that. Oh, they use clips maybe in a commercial, like for a vintage shot. Yeah, yeah. Care? Okay. So on this here, so it's what goes around coming. Her stuff and her so I should get my old home movies of me, you know, running around and uh, no, no. birthday parties and uh, yeah. crying, stuff like that. Well, what are you going to do with the 75 cents you get for them? Okay. okay. Right. On this case here, but it's just, it's. People have a fond thinking of 1960s, okay? Well, some people do. Yeah, but we have, that's what we talk, talk about, um, the, the toys in the attic, the stuff that's been left there, that uh, the toys, the gum cards, the uh, uh, non-sports. Any paper, old photos. Photos are tremendous. I know yeah. we've mentioned a number of times, but if they have good images like railway stations, ships, postcards, uh, not just postcards, but photos, people's photo albums. You take pictures of old cars, they're worth money, like a 1920s car, people driving and stuff. The ladies are all dressed up in gowns. It was such a big thing to have a ride in the car. People are going to have one or two of those. But I'm talking about the old toys. Or the well, you know, I have something. You just shoot it down like that, and I let you ramble on for a minute. It's my show. Um, old toys, I want to say this for the Christmas, the old toys, the video games. The action figures, the comics, the sports cards, the non-sports. When you see a Batman, you remember, yeah. you see a Batman card, you remember your kid, you know, yeah. his childhood. The Beatles. This is things we sell. The Spaceman, the Superman, the Brady oh, Bunch. Brady Bunch. Okay. All there. Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy was 40 years ago. We don't remember, we don't think like this, but that stuff's where we keep on mentioning this place, Bemco. All the Beverly Hillbillies, all those all that cards, right? A full box of those cards is worth, I've seen them five, six thousand dollars at shows. How about fifty thousand? Okay. Well, okay. I haven't seen that yet. But this is something you might have in your basement. Now, if you don't want to admit that you're stealing your grandkids' toys, you can give them the money. But you know, you know that whole thing is that uh, my Why mom, do you laugh when you say that? Because some of the grandmothers I think feel guilty. Uh, they say they're gonna give it to the kids. But I'm saying my my mother threw out my baseball cards, or my mother threw out my hockey cards. Can I interrupt you for another text? The pewter jug, Italy made by Yolanda. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. okay. 
design. Okay. This was came in by text. So we're responding here. Paul's going to respond about a pewter jug made by, how do you pronounce that? Etienne? Etienne. I wish you'd give me a little bit more time on this and just let me look well, it up. Yeah. But no, the reason is it's got this one. He doesn't have the size on, which is good. I mean, not good. The name. When we're selling stuff, we sell, like I say, we buy from Toronto, we sell to the world. We are trying to, um, uh, we need the name, because the world needs the name of what we're going to get the money for it. The size of it. And uh, it was done by... Manufacturer's marks or something. You want to see that. marks, yeah. But just a a rough idea. Well, why don't we go to break? And when we come back, you might know probably what it's worth. I'll be smarter right after the break. We'll go to break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. We're back. I forgot to mention the the phone numbers. And uh, I know I was told at the start of this uh, show to make sure I mention more often, and I've been neglectful. So, anyways, locally, four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Out of town, one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Online, you can stream us on zoomer.ca. We're on ninety six point seven FM, seven forty AM, and the podcast will come up Wednesday of each week with the prior week's show. How Go many ahead. emails are we getting here? Okay. Those are texts. Okay, this Peter Jug, uh, by the looks of the picture on there, I didn't see the designer, I think that's the maker, on uh, each computer mug. Probably worth between 30 and $50. Okay. But they can go higher if I can... It's uh, got a rare maker's mark on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to look at the picture. Well, they tried to send me another picture. It's just hard to get a clear picture of... Yeah, the, yeah. But it's something, if they want to follow up later with some details. Say, yeah. Okay. No, no, something like that. That's what people have. These are the little... When we do a house, and other people just say, oh, they, they take the paintings off the wall, and they leave you all the little things. But what is what is 100 times 50? 5,000. Okay. So that's $5,000 that a lot of other downsizers don't even look at, no. that we look at, and we have those little pieces. They're, they're donating. I've, I've, got, I've pulled. Um, um, well, I got the famous story of the house I went to, and it was a downsizing company yeah. they used. They had all the sterling in one was one room, yeah, because for security purposes. They, it's one of those where they just let a hundred people in the house; they're all okay. roaming around. Yeah. So I go in the room. And I look at the sterling. I don't really do sterling, but I was there checking. Like I said, I look, they're all trophies. They're golf trophies from the twenties. A very rare, a very famous golfer, McLaren, okay. McLaren from Etobicoke here, and the lady sold them all to me for melt. Wow. So that just shows where you would have got the intrinsic oh, extra yeah. value of those. In fact, 
two days after I bought them, the Canadian uh, Golf Hall of Fame called me. They'd heard I bought these and wanted them. So it, it, you're not doing someone a favor selling everything at melt when it's stuff that's worth more than melt. No, but that's also, I maintain that when people are downsizing, they give to the auctions. You should never give your gold or silver to an auction. You should not even. You, you well, I know this week. Yep. I had a, a an items worth twenty seven hundred dollars US. They went for twenty two hundred in auction. I lost five hundred dollars because I consigned it to an auction. I could have melt, and that's a melt value because I thought they had an intrinsic value beyond. They didn't. Women in that auction. Women. It was bad. Bad. Why did you me. sell to me? <laughs> I just I, I don't really like you. Is the first day on the show or something? We do gold and silver. Oh, we give well, gold. Is that you? I didn't know it was you. Okay, I'll start bringing up. Hold you. on. Okay, we're going to go into gold. I don't know why we say we're going to have a great show. There's a lot of <laughs> show that doesn't make it on here. Okay, so here's the part of the show that I know people are listening for. You might use it this week. You might use it next week or the week after. Gold and silver prices. <laughs> you keep on getting these emails. Okay, so I know, and now I'm going to get them all in my shop this week as well. I'm going to be busier then. So, gold and silver. This is the time where I tell you to go to your home hardware because they're Canadian. Don't go and buy them on, uh, what's that place? Amazon? I'm not going to mention them ever again. Okay, all right. Okay, Amazon. Um, don't go there. Go to, your, uh, go to your local guy. It'll cost you 10 or $12 for one of these little scales. It'll give you an idea. It's not exact. But it'll give you uh, 30.2 grams, okay? It'll tell you what your stuff weighs. So 10-karat gold is 28.10 per gram. 14-karat gold is 39.33. Now, I'm giving you these prices. 14-karat gold is 50. No, 18-karat gold is 50.57. And 22-karat gold is 61.81. Silver, your dollars... Silver dollars you give me are sixteen seventy seven per dollar. So if you want hundred dollars, and that's Canadian. If it's U.S., it's even worth more, yeah. right? Oh no, but that's ninety. Yeah, because they're ninety percent. What is a hundred times sixteen seventy seven? Uh, sixteen thousand seven hundred seventy. No, no. Okay, sixteen dollars and seventy seven cents. Need no. to calculate sixteen hundred. If you have a hundred dollars space in dimes, quarters, right. dollars, halves, we'll give you sixteen hundred seventy seven dollars. I'm trying to make it plain. Silver, your sterling. On the back of your sterling, we have a little course on this, is you're going to say 925. It might have little sterling marks, what it's called. We're paying 78.71 per gram. So if you've got a um, 2,000 $2, gram uh, flatware set, we're going to pay you almost $1,600 for it. Now, the reason I say this, because my neighbor, and I'm going to say, we pay, I'm going to do some comparisons here for one minute. <clears throat> if someone has 10 karat gold and they've got 10 grams of it, we're paying them $281. My neighbor, which is 20 feet south of me, or north of me, on the other side of the wall, pays $234. We'll pay $234. It's $50 left. The places that you see advertising all the time, and we've done the secret shopping down there. We pay you $167. Okay? So that's a quite a difference on that. If on 18 karat gold, we'd be paying you $500 for 10 grams. My neighbor pays you 420 
and uh, those places on uh, that advertise all the time pay three hundred and nine dollars. If you argue with them, they'll start you a lot cheaper. Now, when they say to you that we're going to pay the most, we're paying eighty percent of whatever they're saying. Just ask what the number comes out to. I don't care what they're saying. Eighty percent. Would you rather get eighty percent of a uh, hundred dollars and eighty dollars, or would you rather get the real number, which is three hundred dollars? You know what's the other advantage doing it your way? Is a lot of people don't want to haggle. That's why you see many of these car dealers now. They go uh, pricing. They come to your place. You've got an actual calculation you give them. They don't have to haggle with you. They know yeah. they're getting top price, right? Well, I, I say this: if someone comes and offers you two hundred for your gold, and then they offer you four hundred for your gold, wrong. yeah, don't walk out of that store. Run out of that store run out of that store. And it makes a difference. And even if you're buying, we're also selling. Like I said, we're selling, um, They, my neighbor, we sell them for three, he sells them for three ninety one. we sell for three sixty. Now somebody else, $30 is not a lot. If you're buying a hundred yeah. yeah. Kilo's the same thing. Maples, everyone likes maples. We sell them for a dollar less. And if you're buying 500, that's $500. Right. <laughs> You'd rather give him the 500, I don't care. And he also, and don't buy gold that's made in someone's basement. If it isn't RCM, if it isn't Engelbart JM, you're, pay, you're giving your life savings, you're going to give them for something that a product that some guy's making in his basement? Right. Come on. That, that's just, just doesn't make sense. And sometimes even testing those with the scratch test, it might be gold-plated, Yeah, but you're not getting into the middle of it to know if it's all gold. We have the machine in our place, and uh, people can test. We are at 10,000. I don't think I've said this all show. 10,341 Young Street. You could give the phone numbers out okay. as well. Phone numbers locally, 416-360-0740. Out of town, 866-740-4740. A text, you can text us at 416-580-9256. I just wanted to mention sports cards a little bit. And other cards, as you said, the non-sport cards, any type of trading card. We had uh, some people come yesterday, listeners, that had cards, and unfortunately, it seems this is a rule of thumb for people, but 60s and prior is really good for cards, 1960s and prior. 70s are okay, and there's some great cards in the 70s, but it's Wayne Gretzky. high value. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky's very good, and he's rated at the end of the 70s. But once you get into sort of the mid-80s through 2000, it's not very good. No. And then after 2000, selectively, it's taken off again, where you get the Mike Trouts or LeBrons. Now, it's mainly star-driven, a, a Tom Brady, whatever. All these guys, are. some of their cards are sold for hundreds of thousands. Now, granted, they're rare chase cards. They're not the standard card you get. It might have autograph with a piece of his jersey, whatever, or rookie cards. But people should really look. But just uh, a little bit of sticker shock, you might find that some of the uh, – cards you have in the 90s. A lot of people have those because they were so overproduced, so there's more of those around, but as a result, supply and demand, they're worth less. No, no, wait, wait. Okay, we're going to go there in a minute, but just on the card thing, yeah. is because people, if you, you're downsizing your parents' place, okay. they're going off to a home or something, and they don't have time to tell you what's there. Right. And they might be, if they're 85 or 90, or they might have forgotten to even have the stuff there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We found lots of people because cards can fit in a very small box and say, wow, yeah. I just found this. You know? A 52 set is worth about a million dollars. Okay, that's right. And they're available. 52 baseball sets. Baseball, yeah. But a million. There's a number of sets that are worth over a million dollars. More than your house. More than your house. And the 
We mainly find them. We found them at garage sales where someone's cleaning out their... Yeah, I know. And it's a young couple. And, uh, these are my dad. Yeah. I don't know anything about them. Well, you should well, learn Sometimes that. they're mixed with uh, younger kids' cards. And you see the young kids and they're nothing. And then you find out, oh, these were left for my dad. They got my collection. And you really need our help on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Same with the comics. The comics, like I keep on saying... A oh, dealer can add so much value to a card collection, no question. Because yeah. you know what to get graded. You know what channels to sell it in. You know, first of all, how valuable it is to even try and get graded. Some people get cards graded that are worth two dollars. They spend fifteen dollars, twenty dollars grading them. No, no, that and, and they're that, still worth three dollars. So yeah, that's a big difference. But we, but this, it's your grandmother's, your grandfather's stuff. Like we talked about the cups and saucers. We sold a cup and saucer, one cup and saucer, one, just one cup, one saucer. They both match twenty five hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. Now that. And a whole set of China people could bring in China. Is that what I'm drinking out of here? My no, coffee? No, yeah, no, that's not it. Okay. Okay, we'll go to this call. Okay, we've got Jane and Mississauga. How are you, Jane? Hello. I'm fine, thank you. I was listening hey. to your show. I listen to it every week on Sunday. You got to turn down the radio in the background, I think. Yes, I did. Okay. Oh, right. maybe it's not all of it. Okay, one second. Okay. Yeah, I want to know, um, I have a nice tea wagon which is, you know, old, but uh, like new, it would, and it's really, you know, it's very nice, good condition. What do you think? Okay. Tea wagons, very popular in the 40s. You put your silver plate tea set on it. Yes, I um, do have that too, yes. Okay. Um, they used to sell, we sold, that's my story. You know, the Hunt Brothers, I shouldn't go on. Hunt Brothers, when they did the silver. They came over and shopped down the Red Barn. Okay. And I brought, they paid us over $700 for three T-Wagons each. I know that's a beautiful one. It, it opens, it's got wings and it opens, you know, too. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, I, I just was wondering. Yeah, yeah no, depends right. if it's got the rubber wheels on it. Yeah, it's got, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's got a big wheel. Yes. Yeah, no, that's with the rubber, yeah, with the rubber ring. Yeah. Uh, between 100 and $200 now because it'll fit into a condo, which is good. But, but people don't have dining rooms anymore. They used to have the hutch and the tea service yeah. all in the dining. Those don't exist in most homes. And they made them into offices, particularly with homeworking now. A lot of dining rooms have become offices. Yeah, I don't even thought about it. But even with these dining rooms, what we do is we melt. We we take those silver plates that's never being used again. Yeah, this is just the tea wagon. This is wood. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't have a silver plate tea set, you don't need the wagon to put it on. That's my point. Well, I have them, though. I have it. It's actually... He has one. It's on it. It's so, a nice yeah. item. It's unfortunately not worth a lot of money, but... Yeah. $150. It's a nice $2. item to hold your service, tea service. Yeah. about the tea service? It's... Uh, uh, I've got it all. The tea, the coffee uh, pots, and uh, sugar, creamer, and the... Uh, the, and the uh, Is it and silver the, plate and or the sterling? Tray. Is it silver plate or sterling? It says, um, one second, I think it says uh, uh, Rogers. Okay, it's silver plate. Yeah. On, as soon as you see the words Rogers on there, yeah. it'll be silver plate. And unfortunately, we crush those because nobody wants them. The kids right now, and I don't know how many times I hear this, people give me their, their uh, China sets because my kids don't want it. And I say, no kids want them. Okay, the silver plate. Thanks for the call, Jane. Uh, we've okay. got a text here. I don't know if it's something you're familiar with, Paul. It seems most of the texts coming in are things that you deal with a little more than me. 
Is that something that uh, you've seen before? What size? I need more sizes. Well, if you could guess or whatever. Do you know anything about well, the items? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Them? Looks, okay, so probably looks to be about turn of the century. On, um, I can't see the mark on the bottom. No, I like to see the size of the clock. They would have. What are they? Bases or? Yeah, sometimes you had your clock and you would have candlesticks next to it, and after the turn of the century, we'd have bases. It's right. kind of like a garniture set. Uh, this would be... Um, and those three are all one set? Probably. You want to know something? Okay. The people who are listening yes. cannot see this picture. Oh, that's why I need you to speak in a very flowery manner and explain it perfectly. There's flowers on here. I'm going to close my eyes and I'll put the picture in my mind that you're describing. Okay. On uh, This would probably, in today's market, would probably sell for $125. These are China vases. China they look vases. to be, what, maybe 10 inches tall, something yeah. like that, with some nice flower design. It all depends who made the clock. It could the be clock. souvenir so, wear or it could be a good clock. So the clock and the mechanics behind the clock could drive most of the value. Yeah. So, this is two vases on the side with a china piece with a clock embedded in it. Now, top. you know something? If I had that flower in the inside of a Paragon yeah, cup and saucer, the flower. if I had the pink rose in the inside of a, of a cup and saucer right. made by Paragon, I could get you $500. As long as it's on the inside of the cup. On the inside of the cup. The more white you see, the worse it is. Okay. But this flower on this vase is probably making $30. It adds that much? No, oh. that's a total. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so All right. that's, I'm just saying that the tchotchkes, and this is where I feel bad when people bring in stuff that they their grandmother gave them or something like that. These are things they think are good, and I know they're leaving stuff well, at home like that say, is really good. You should really use them if, you, if <laughs> you've got the ability to because there's yeah. not a massive collector's value because everyone kept these. Nobody threw them out. There's no guarantee that you bought something 60 years ago, use it for 60 years, that someone has got to buy it for more money. There's got to be a reason for people buying it. They're either collecting that brand. They're collecting... Or it's the fashion of the day. Certain things come back in fashion. Or some dizzy designer... Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Some designer puts it into a magazine, and someone looks at that picture, and they want to recreate it, and they go out and buy it. Okay. But don't buy the old stuff. Don't buy the new stuff, because that has no chance of... Going up in value. Right. <coughs> I got a little cough day. Okay. You have a cough every day. I was going to congratulate you. You went 53 minutes without coughing. Next week, we're going to shoot for the whole hour. Okay. I'm going to shoot for it. Now, we're at 10,341 Young Street. Now, again, what we do, we buy and sell, we buy and sell gold and complete estates. Okay. If you're downsizing, you need a, and you want to sell your house, you're thinking about it. It's a tough decision. You've been there 40, 50 years and doing this move stuff. It's tough. It's tough. And we try and take the stress out. Well, that's why people even say if you're thinking of moving, if you're somebody who's accumulated a fair amount of stuff, which you or I have, if you think you're going to move even two years from now, start now. Just start organizing. And, uh, no, but we can do a whole house in a week. Yeah, but some people would rather do it in a, in a more organized manner over a long period of time, right? Yeah. So you can start downsizing very early and you can ask your kids, are you going to be interested in this or should I sell it? Ask all those questions. But even before you... Better than just leaving it to them. But even before you leave it to your... There was a person the other day... Uh, oh, I don't that much time. But okay. Um, they were one. They were saying, I want that painting. I want that painting. I want that painting. It was on a probate. It was on a, a state thing. Yeah. Well, they didn't realize, oh, they were going to... What are you going to do with them? I'm not going to put them on the wall. I'm going to sell them. Well, they come out of your inheritance. It's better to sell them for the real money. Right. And get the money. They thought, oh, does that come off? You know, they don't realize... Yeah. That it's an entire estate, and that's what we do. 
Yeah. And even if you're bringing your kids in, <coughs> what I'm saying is we should give you the values because one kid says, I want this. One child, sorry, says, I want this, and it's worth $19,000. And the other one likes grandma's uh, little box here, and she says, well, that's $45. There's a difference between what you're giving away. Yeah. Plus, you always said you can always divide up cash. What's easy to divide up? Well, a lot of people do that because they don't want the kids fighting. Yeah. And three uh, 3,000 and the three peoples, an easy uh, thing. Yeah. Rather three rings, everyone wants the best ring or whatever, right? So, do you want to talk about more about what you're doing yesterday? No, no, I think we're going to leave that because you've left me 27 seconds for my topic. Well, you told me it was three minutes long, so I yeah, how am I going to do it 27 seconds? So, I want people to be safe. I want to thank everyone again for yesterday. We had great weather, but they everyone was so COVID compliant. Everyone was they waited if someone was looking at a table. Canadians yeah. and Toronto people, I know we're going through a Bit of a surgery. Okay, right now. Uh, okay. uh, uh, 905-737-4653. Call us. You'll come over at 10,341 Young. Come on up and see us. Buy local. Have a wear great a week. Wear a mask. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.